Previously on Myth Tarot Love, we examined the Eight of Pentacles and Hephaestus. Today's show will focus on the Nine of Pentacles and a Harvest Festival. Love, a show about ancient stories and new-aged wisdom. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Uh, so, yeah, we're looking at the Nine of Pentacles mm-hmm. today. We're almost we're almost through. We're getting up there. We're almost through all of those numbered pentacle cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you might have remembered from the Nine of Cups... Nine is a good number. Mm-hmm. Nine is the number of like perfection <laughs> and completion. Yes. Um, and when it comes in with the pentacles, it is a very happy place to be in indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of... So like just looking at the Rider-Waite-Smith card, uh, there's a lot of yellow everywhere. And yellow is a really happy color. It's very energetic. Um, but the there's also a woman on this card and she very much looks like elegant and regal Mm. and kind of noble as well um and if you look at her face it's super serene and she's just there's not a care in the world world and uh she's got a bird on her hand and she's just walking through this this uh garden of grapes yeah it's very lush it's very full yeah like there there are a lot of there are a lot of grapes on them vines everything's Mm -hmm. really good and the pentacles are all just like piled around her, like her children. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yes, this is my wealth. Mm, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so yeah, you have you have this this noble woman, if you will, and it's very lush around her, and it's also yellow. Um, and like when I look at this card, I just see someone who has wealth, but also knows how to manage it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so there's definitely a lot of. Uh, this idea of nobility, wisdom, um, and and having lots of wealth. So when this card shows up, it's normally a very good thing for that person. Uh, so normally this card will show up and say, "Hey, look, you have you have all this wealth. And now is the time to enjoy it." Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's knowing how to manage it, and this is very much um, a result of making that decision in. The seven of pentacles right so you made a choice yeah. and then you worked hard in the eight of pentacles and this wealth in the nine of pentacles is very much the result of all of that hard work it's like you're reaping your the reward of all that hard work exactly yeah so now is harvest time now is happy um happy times to be spending all of our hard-earned wealth mm-hmm. if you will Um, But it's not just about material wealth either. Like this is one of, all of the pentacles are very physical and very materialistic. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is one of the the cards I would say other than the the six of pentacles, which talks a lot about um, charity and giving and sharing. Um, This one I would say is another kind of spiritual card, if you will, where it talks about how uh, having physical wealth can 
bleed over into every aspect of your life, right? So it's talking about how when you're we're feeling safe and secure. Um, you can explore that spirituality too, mm-hmm. right? So kind of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If you've ever heard of psychology <laughs> before, well, basically it's this idea that like once you're once you're safe and secure, you can go up this this pyramid of looking at things that are maybe a little bit less urgent, mm-hmm. if you will. So having that stable base um, means that you can definitely start exploring other things. Um, you can, like there's definitely a lot of peace involved with this card, for sure. Um, I've always thought it was really interesting that she's holding a falcon. It looks like a falcon on her hand, but the falcon has like a cap on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's kind of interesting because falcons are such like free creatures and also known for their sight, right? Kind of as a symbol. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, this falcon is being blindfolded in a way. So I kind of seem think that's an interesting um, image to have in the Nine of Pentacles. And I kind of see it a little bit as ignorance is bliss. Because you can't see what's around you? A little bit, right? So I would say that that's probably one of the, um, I would say that's probably one of the darker sides of this card Mm. is this this idea that if you are in bliss, sometimes you won't really be able to see as far. But um, in in this particular case, all of the needs are being met, Mm -hmm. right? So... Uh, that if, if this woman has a falcon, she has some money. <laughs> well, yeah, she has, she has, she's got some money. Uh, she's also dressed very elegantly as well. Like she's got this draping, um, draping garment, if you will, and it looks like she, like the flowers are, they kind of look like the symbol for Venus a little kind bit. Kind of, yeah. Uh, which is the feminine symbol, like the the circle mm. and the line crossed, right? Mm. Um. The flowers are also almost like literally what has brought her her like abundance and her money. Be- like, I don't know. I think like the flowers. Yeah, like the flowers on her garment maybe like represents how because like we said we have the grapes and the vines and everything else behind her. So it's literally like I make my money through flowers. Kind of yeah. Like all the flowers are are pointing skyward as well. Um, I just think it's it's kind of interesting that she's got such beautiful elegance about her and um so much serenity and she's holding this falcon and the falcon is is blindfolded Mm -hmm. i I always thought that was kind of an interesting image right um so i definitely would see this as kind of like yes you're in bliss but sometimes that bliss does also um blind you from the suffering and you might even be forgetting of some of that suffering Mm -hmm. that might have brought you here if you will, are uh, is definitely a very far away place from the Five of Pentacles, yeah. uh, which was poverty and uh, isolation, <laughs> right? Um, in this in this Nine of Pentacles, um, you know, she's still by herself, but she definitely seems happy and at peace and well uh, well cared for, if you will. Mm-hmm. I also like that there's a little snail at the bottom. There is a little snail. It's a little cutie. It's, it's very small. It's, uh, it's a small little snail in the bottom left corner. Um, snails are, are kind of an interesting symbol to have here on our nine of pentacles as well, because snails like to carry their homes with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and they're also very much that slow and steady 
kind of thing. They're a lot like turtles in yes. in that idea, mm-hmm. like the slow and steady. Only they're they're a lot smaller. And something that's really cool about snails is they can kind of go everywhere. Yeah. Right. Like they can they can climb things. They can go upside down. Like <laughs> snails are pretty uh, adaptable. Maybe in that, yeah, they're in that way. they're adaptable creatures, but they're also like easy to overlook especially on this on this grand picture the little snail um but you often will see them in gardens and it's a good sign for a garden Mm -hmm. as well like if you have a snail in a garden it means it's a really healthy garden um i'm not i'm not a huge gardener so unfortunately i don't know a lot about like the intricacies of this but i do know that snails in gardens are good things Mm -hmm. don't they eat the plants i think they eat the pests oh i think they eat like bad things for your garden so it's a good idea it's good for you to have some snails Hmm. um yeah or maybe they it's like they'll eat the algae or something i'm 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 not very good gardener i'm so sorry guys (laughs) (laughs) i just know that snails are good for your garden um like worms are Mm -hmm. as well um so it's i i personally see the snail as being a, a good sign of uh wealth that's not only just there but it's also manageable and sustainable mm-hmm. um so one of the things about this card as well is that it's like it's not just wealth that you fall into like it could be an inheritance like it could be a wealth from inheritance but it can also be uh, but it's normally more a wealth that you've worked hard for and earned yourself and normally that also means that you know how to manage it at this mm-hmm. point um so the nine of pentacles is the kind of wealth where you can like it's sustainable because you know what it took to get to that point um but once you're at the nine of pentacles point you can kind of just enjoy the spoils it's it's time to look after yourself it's time to treat yourself self-care time self-care time yeah for sure um okay so what does it mean when this card card shows up Mm -hmm. so in a reading if this card shows up in like a future or answer there's, it's a very positive sign. It's basically saying you are going to get the wealth that you seek. Um, everything's going to work out just fine. Everything's perfection, if you will. Um, it's it's very positive. If you remember, the nine of, of cups was like wish granted. Um, in the nine of pentacles, it's more like wealth beyond your wildest dreams. <laughs> or actually, it's not just wildest dreams. It's more like wealth in exactly the amount of wealth you wanted mm-hmm. okay so it's not just like too much wealth it's it's manageable wealth okay um other things it could mean like if it's showing up as an obstacle i would say you know uh, perhaps it's that darker side of this card where ignorance can be bli- uh, can be bliss yeah. right so it might be saying hey you know you're in a really good part like you're in a really good situation right now and it might be um, like you're kind of in your own little bubble, if like, you will. Don't forget where you came from. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, exactly. It would be like don't forget where you came from, uh, or it could also just mean that you are kind of trapped in this bubble mm. of, of bliss, where you're not really able to see outside of your own comforts. Um, that's normally not so much like a negative thing for you. Like there are other cards where it's like, hey your ignorance is is going to cause you problems in Mm -hmm. in this particular situation this one's more just saying hey you're in a really good situation and it might make it difficult for you to see other uh negative situations Mm 
Um, that's if this is like your obstacle card. Um, other than that, it might, this, this card, if it shows up as your helper, I would say you should definitely be taking some time for self-care as well and or like especially or if it's a conclusion card like it depends on what the other cards are saying in your reading as always Mm -hmm. right as always but in this particular case this card uh definitely can represent self-care time taking a bath doing some meditation getting a massage massages are wonderful Go out, get a pedicure or something. <laughs> or do a pedicure for yourself. Or do a pedicure for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, go do yoga. Like, do something that you that makes you happy and... Mm-hmm. Um, Take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, what's what's the point of wealth if you can't enjoy it? Yeah. Basically. Um, that's, that's the fundamental reason of mm-hmm. this card. What's the point of all this wealth and... and uh, good good things in your life if you don't take the time to enjoy them and appreciate them and just relax and be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. It's a, it's a good card. <laughs> it's a good card to show up in your reading. Yeah. Even as an obstacle, it's yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not that bad of an obstacle. Mm-hmm. Although I guess it depends on what you're trying to see like what you're trying to do. And like what your question is. Potentially. Yeah, like if you're if you're asking a question like, um, tr- like if you're asking a question that involves learning deeper meanings, and this shows up as your obstacle, it's basically saying like you're in such a good situation, you can't, you won't be able to learn because you're so ignorant mm-hmm. to to what you need to be looking at, and that's that's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. So your own wealth can be a, can be an obstacle in some cases, but mm-hmm. it's rare. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Very cool. Uh, yes. So we're talking about harvest time. Yes. Harvest time and harvest festivals because that's always a lot of fun. And why don't you want to celebrate harvest and, and getting, you know, all of your crops? And... Yeah. Whoop. Oh, there. I got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So it seems like a lot of different um, cultures will have some sort of harvest festival i'd say most kind. do we still do yeah we like thanksgiving thanksgiving yeah. uh, is definitely like a kind of harvest festival mm-hmm. in north america at least definitely yeah and there are yeah there are so many festivals and i don't have the time obviously to go into <laughs> all, all of them, them and all of them look at detail. What, ancient rome or ancient greece? greece and i'm only again going to be looking really at one in particular um, the, and that's one that focuses on the reaping portion of the harvest because they had different ones depending on what time of the year and what part of the harvest is going on. Yeah. Um, so, and one of the more popular ones is the Thesmophoria. Um, and that's, that's normally around the time when the seeds were sown and in Greece, ancient Greece, that would have been in late autumn. Okay. So not as, I feel like I didn't really have as much to do with the Nine of Pentacles because this is more of like the the benefit the crops yeah like exactly what you actually are getting yeah, yeah so that so, late autumn that was that's kind of like our thanksgiving time yes exactly but for that yeah them it, it was different when their seasons were or like the, yeah like the season for planting the seeds was different than the seasons for harvesting yeah 
in relation to us, exactly. Um, so I'm going to be looking at the Haloa Festival, which is known as the Threshing Festival. Um, so I thought that was, again, more appropriate for the Nine of Pentacles. It definitely seems like a, a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So the Haloa was a festival celebrated in Attica, which is the region where Athens is, and primarily at Eleusis. Um, this is a place, again, really close to Athens, sometime in either December or January. Yeah. Um, so the main gods worship at this festival were Demeter, who we spoke about in episode four, the Empress, and her daughter Persephone, or Kore, as she's referred to sometimes, um, as well as Dionysus, and we've talked a lot about him too. And Yeah, well, that's very appropriate for this card. There's so many grapes everywhere. Exactly. Yes, so yeah. we talked about him in episode two and basically all throughout um, but the reason these gods were celebrated at this festival is because they were all fertility gods. So again, Demeter is the goddess of agriculture and fertility in general, and her daughter represents the different months of the year and like the growing season versus non-growing seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dionysus, again, is the god of liquid fertility, which includes wine. Wine and semen. Yeah. <laughs> wine, <laughs> semen, milk, honey, all yeah. those good Lovely. liquidy things. <laughs> um, so Heloa uh, comes from the Greek word halos, which literally means threshing floor or even garden. Um, so that's why this is, that's what it's called. Um, and it mainly focuses on the first fruits of a harvest, um, which is again why I thought it was appropriate for this card because it's, mm-hmm. you know, we're just, we're, we're finally able to eat those f- delicious fruits yes. that we worked so hard for. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's why it took place every year after the first harvest was done. Um, and interestingly, all women were expected to attend this festival um, and the men were almost always excluded. But oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But they were <laughs> still expected to pay for their wives' festival expenses. <laughs> so That's very interesting. Yeah, so this yeah. is like a woman's only celebration? Kind of, yeah. There, again, the Thesmophoria that I mentioned before is another women. They have, there were a lot of women's only festivals. And this is one of them. Um, for the main festival part, I think for the procession and for another portion, men were invited. But for the main part of this one, it was mostly women. It's so interesting because it's like in the Nine of Pentacles, you have a, a, the central figure is the a woman. woman. Yeah. And she's kind of just walking through this garden of grapes. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. It very much fits the Halloween it does. festival. Yeah. I found one. Yay. It fits, <laughs> it fits. so good. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, because this was a woman, quote unquote, woman's festival, um, there's not many written accounts and very few records of what exactly happened during the, the Halloween, unfortunately. That is unfortunate. Um, but Demosthenes, we do have one thing um, that highlights the role of the priestess in this festival. So as opposed to the Hierophant, which again, we looked at. Yeah, like the high the priest. Hier- yeah. yeah, in that episode. Um, the priestess is of particular importance um, because they're responsible for presenting the fruit offerings and conducting the initiation ceremonies. Again, because men weren't allowed, you need to have a priestess instead. Okay. Um, there are also some vase paintings of what may have occurred here, and one in particular is a, um, but a circa 450 BCE crater, which is a vase used for mixing wine, and on this crater it has a naked woman carrying a giant phallus on it. 
Nice. And um, interestingly, there's actually also an evil eye on the tip of the phallus meant to turn away evil. Okay. So you have a woman carrying a giant penis. Mm-hmm. And the penis has a giant eye. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's kind of like, like, I feel like that might be up for debate. Like, are no, just carrying don't me a giant... grab, I can grab the picture. Yeah, we'll, we'll post it. We'll <laughs> yeah, post it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's just like her carrying a giant penis. Yes. And do you think that was like part of the festivity? I like... do, and I will get back to that. So okay. we're gonna put a, a pin in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll come back to that. We'll one. come. We'll come back. Stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> I just want. I want to like throw it in there. Stay tuned, our lovely back. listeners, yes. for the giant penis story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So, moving on, um, Dionysus um, also plays an interesting role in this festival and as part of a story that I have to tell you guys. Okay. So, this is our, our fun myth. Story time. Yes. So, as we know, Dionysus is connected to grapes and wine, um, and there's actually a story about how the art of winemaking came to Attica um, and is connected to this festival. So the Smith tells us that Dionysus first introduced wine in Attica by presenting the gift of winemaking to a man named Icarius um, as a thanks for his hospitality. So again, we looked at Zania recently, yeah. and this is kind of the gift that he There's gave. There's that six of pentacles coming yep. back. You never know how, how being nice to people will benefit you. Exactly. And this is Even this though is that shouldn't here. be your reason. But. No. <laughs> so, Acarius, being a good neighbor, shared this gift of wine with his friends, um, of how to make it and drinking it. Um, however, they mistook the signs of drunkenness as a sign of being poisoned. Well, that's that's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> because you kind of are. Yeah. But anyways, um, so because of this, they decided to kill Acarius in retaliation because they thought they that he had poisoned them. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. So according to a later author, uh, Dionysus punished Acarius's friends by changing himself into a maiden and making them all mad with sexual desire. So basically, they're, he made all of them horny Yeah, for her. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. but when the maiden disappeared, the erections did not. Oh, no. <laughs> and so because of this, they went to an oracle, and they told them that the only way to placate the gods, and, and Dionysus in particular, was by dedicating clay models of genitals. So this is how these forms of dedications, these phalli, phalluses, mm-hmm. um, became a custom of this festival. And it was apparently what the men would celebrate at home was... The or gift of Dionysus um, to Carius and dedicating. So, they, so they'd be drinking wine, mm-hmm. and the women were were dedicating like these the clay phalluses. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, um, the it's like it's like the origins of the bachelorette party. I, <laughs> is that what you either read my notes oh or you my read God, my no, mind? No, I was just definitely yes. thinking of this. I'm like a bunch of women carrying penises everywhere. Oh wait, like, it gets better. <laughs> So the women, this is this is a historical event. <laughs> yes. So the women also apparently ate genital shaped cakes. So are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, drank lots of wine. This is not a modern thing. No. <laughs> they would also set up a giant phallus. So again, thinking back to that crater, they would set one up 
um, like like the one again like depicted, and the women would dance around it carrying models of phalluses and vaginas. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's that's a very interesting custom. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> a very interesting custom. Yes. So again, the next thing I have is that yeah, it really does sound like an ancient bachelorette party. It really does. Yeah. So uh, Greeks invented the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fun. Uh, in the way that we, you know, in, in the way that you can you can see it being celebrated these days, mm-hmm. it seems. Like, yeah. Of course, there's there's a lot of different kinds of bachelorettes. You don't need to have penises at it for it to be a good good time. This is true. But in for, fact, I but think I'm into like one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> Just refer back to this episode. Well, and, yeah. Uh, well, we have to because it's uh, the Nine of Pentacles time. Time to enjoy yourself. Exactly. And uh, dance around a giant penis. <laughs> I was not expecting this. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about the Harvest Festival. I was not expecting this This is at why all. I didn't tell you. Yeah, actually, Biddy always surprises me with these stories, <laughs> so um, I actually have no idea what she's going to say. Yeah. Sometimes I do double check if I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if this fits, but if yeah. I'm pretty sure it does, I'll just go with it. And... Yeah, this is, that was a good one. Yeah, um, yeah kudos. Kudos thank, to you, Biddy. Thank Bitty. you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, again, just, just to be kind of clear and make sure we're all on the same page, the evidence or what exactly happened is pretty scant. We don't have a super details. So mm-hmm. some of this might be kind of embellishments by later authors who were all men. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I kind of feel like this might be, it might also just be like what the men are imagining the women are doing. Exactly. And there's like, a, yeah, and there there is a book, um, or not a book, sorry, um, a play by Aristophanes who is a co- comic writer yeah. a- about basically one of these festivals and what they thought was happening and how they thought the women were acting and yeah yeah so you know when when you're trying to figure out what women did through the mouths of men mm-hmm. it's, it's not always accurate like mm-hmm. you know uh if we ask a friend of ours what what ha- goes on if during a sleepover he'll always say oh it's naked pillow fights obviously yeah. <laughs> it's it's not it's never naked it's pillow never- fights <laughs> It never is, <laughs> but you know it. He'll always think it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is maybe a combination between like our modern bachelorette parties and naked pillow fights. Yeah, yeah, something, something along those lines. Yeah. Um, but I really like the idea that the modern bachelorette party has some historical Greek ancestry. It. Yeah. I mean, I don't want. I don't want to say like for sure it does, and this mm-hmm. is it. But Especially the penis-shaped is... cakes. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> so uh, take some time. Enjoy yourself. Eat a penis. <laughs> or a vagina. <laughs> or a vagina. They had yeah, both. Eat... Yeah, they had both. So, eat you know, some cakes. Eat and... some genitalia-shaped cakes. Oh, and <laughs> I think we're going to need to, like, do an explicit content on yeah, this Yeah, maybe one. we should star this one. Yeah. Say, uh, by the way, don't, don't this one talks children. about... Um, the fertility of a festival. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's just it. We're not saying, like, yeah. anything, again, inappropriate. Like, this is, yeah, it's it's fertility. It's it's a harvest. Ce- it's time Celebration to... of sexuality, yeah. well, if you will. Yes, but also a celebration of, of food and of having having those things. And that's, you know, how they would pray to their gods. Thank you for 
you yeah, know, supplying and, us with this great food and, and fertilizing our crops. And it's all because um, Icarius's friends killed him. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Because they thought they were poisoned. Yes. And so their penises had to be given to the gods as a... As a we're sorry. As a we're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Good times. Yeah, yeah. that was a good story. I enjoyed <laughs> that you. a lot. Um, so that's pretty much the end yeah. of our episode, actually. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, next week, mm-hmm. we are going to be talking about the Ten of Pentacles, which is the last numbered pentacle card. Yes. Um, and similarly, you might be thinking, what happens after you have all the wealth and ha- you can enjoy it? Well, tens are kind of a lessons learned, and you'll find out. You'll find, find out. out. Find next out week. next week on Myth Tarot Love. Da da da. Da 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's yes. like a cliffhanger, but also not really. It's not it's not a it's cliffhanger not a, at all. No. Um in fact, if you wanted to find out what the Ten of Pentacles is, you can find out online. There's lots of resources. This is true. <laughs> but we'll be referring to it um as a mytholo- mythological basis as well. Mm-hmm. As we do. Or historical. I feel like I might go historical on this one. Yeah. But we'll see. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, so, if... Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, this, is <laughs> yeah. our, this is our end of our episode. <laughs> yes. If anyone would like to get in touch with us, as always, you can join our Facebook group, um, just Myth Tarot Love, as well as uh, we are on Instagram at Myth Tarot Love. There's lots of pictures. Lots of pictures. We'll have, we'll have a penis picture. Yes, I, I will put, yeah, a picture of that, cra- the image of the crater. Um, lots of fun stuff. Uh, yeah. As always. Um, yes. So are you ready for our final, yes. finer, final for farewell? It. Okay, so our final quote of the day is coming from American Tarot Association. And it is about the main message of the Nine of Pentacles. Material success will help you build upon your own self-worth. And even if you lose all that physical wealth, your opinion of yourself can never be changed once it is established. Hmm. Enjoyment of your fortunes does not depend on others. It depends on you. Very nice. Oh. Myth and tarot. Where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories. Cards and pentacles and all of the above.